0: God told Moses, get down from here now. Your people, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, have gone corrupt. They've quickly turned aside from the way I commanded them. They made themselves a molded calf, and now they're worshipping and sacrificing to it. They're even calling out, here is your God, Israel, the one who brought you out of the land of Egypt. I saw the people. Oh, stiff-necked these people are. So now, leave me alone. I'll let my wrath burn against them that I destroy them. Then, I'll make a great nation out of you. Then Moses responded but don't, O Lord. Why would your wrath burn against your people? You're the one who brought them out of the land of Egypt, and with great power and a mighty hand. Would you let the Egyptians say, He brought them out with evil intent, to destroy them from the face of the earth? Now rest from your fierce wrath and relent from doing this harm against your people. Call to mind Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants. You swore to them by yourself, saying, I will multiply your descendants like the stars in the sky. All this land I have spoken of, I will give to your descendants, for there to inherit forever. So God agreed not to destroy the people. Moses started to head down the mountain with the two stone tablets in his hands. Joshua was still on the mountain, just not within the smoke. Moses arrived at where Joshua was at and they both started climbing down the mountain. While Moses was gone, the people had been waiting for him. Time seemed to pass by slowly. They eventually got bored the Egyptians that also came along on the trip stirred up the people again. The mixed multitude was causing complaints, trouble, along with fracas. The people went to Aaron and said, Come on, create for us gods that will lead us. As for Moses, the one who took us out from the land of Egypt, we had no idea what has happened to him. Aaron feared the people. A large crowd of people joined in. Aaron feared for his safety. He decided to go with what the people desired. He told them, take off the gold earring from the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters. Hand them over to me. Aaron hoped that pride would prevent them from doing such a thing. He thought that they wouldn't give up their valuable things. To his surprise, they willingly gave it up. Aaron, for fear that the people do something harmful to him, unwittingly made a golden calf. He made it look like the ones from Egypt. The people were happy. They had an idol before them. They cheered. Aaron then built an altar in front of it since he saw how the people were celebrating. They had just replaced the Almighty Living God with a weird-looking golden calf. Aaron even told the people, tomorrow will be a festival for the Lord. Almost everyone fell into sin. They made a golden calf with an altar in front of it, and celebrated. They broke God's covenant that soon. God had told them not to have other gods or to make an idol for worship. God was not to be represented by a mere object. God's presence was literally on the mountain, where everyone could see. But they went ahead to do crazy things. When Moses was going down the mountain, shouts were heard, music was playing, and probably, some crazy things were going on down the mountain. Joshua instantly thought that it was a battle going on. He said, there's a sound of war, coming from the camp. Then Moses answered, no, it's not the sound of victors cheering and losers screaming. I hear the sound of singing when they got closer to the camp they saw everything that was happening the people were shouting dancing and being out of control all around a shining reflective golden calf the people were all nuts and seemed to be emulating the rituals from egypt moses was extremely angry when he saw everything that was going on moses and joshua were close enough to the people so they could shout to the people but moses tossed down the two stone tablets the cracked down on the floor level that the people were at moses and joshua were still on the mountain and then they started to quickly get down and enter the camp. Moses passed through the crowd. He took the calf and burned it, then he grounded it to powder. He tossed it into the water and forced the people to drink it. Moses summoned his brother Aaron for an explanation, what did these people do to you, that you brought so big of a sin on them? Aaron told Moses, please don't get angry, you already know how the people are set into doing evil. They went to me and demanded, make a god for us, for it to lead us. We have no clue about what happened to Moses, the one who led us out of Egypt. So I told the people, anyone who has gold, break it off. They gave it to me. Then I tossed it into the fire. Then, pop. A golden calf. Just. Showed up in the flames. Moses saw how the people were uncontrollable. Aaron had let them go out of their minds into doing nothing else but crazy preposterous things. Moses went to the entrance of the camp and shouted to the people, Who's on the Lord's side? All the people who had disagreed with the idea of a golden calf and didn't participate in the people's horrible craziness went to Moses' right side. The people who joined in the ridiculousness, but repented that they've done such a thing, went to Moses' left. A multitude of people went to Moses. It was found that everyone that belonged to the tribe of Levi, Jacob's third son, didn't join the sinning at all. Not a single person in the tribe of Levi liked the idea of a golden calf and they cinched not to participate. Barely anybody from the other tribes decided to not join the sinning. Everyone else that went to Moses' left had repented. But a crowd of people still stayed and refused to repent. Moses ordered the Levites to take swords and kill everyone that was still in the camp, refusing to repent. The order was executed, leaving around 3,000 men dead. The next day, Moses told the people, You've committed a great sin. But now, I'm going up to the Lord. Maybe I can make atonement for your sin. Moses went up the mountain and spoke to God. I beg you, O Lord God, these people did commit a great sin, he said. They made themselves a god of gold. But now, if you will forgive their sin. But I pray you, if not, then blot me out of your book which you have written. God answered, No. It's the one who sins against me whose name I will blot from my book. Go down now. Lead the people to the place I've spoken to you about. Yes, my angel will go before you, but the day will come when I punish. I will punish them for their sin. Then God sent a plague on the people for their sin. Dash. Moses had to go up the mountain again to get a new copy of the Ten Commandments. God spoke to Moses. Cut out two stone tablets identical to the first pair. I'll write on those tablets the same words that were in the first one, the one you crumbled. Be prepared for tomorrow morning to climb Mount Horeb and meet me on the top of the mountain. Nobody's allowed to go with you. Don't let anybody be seen on the mount. The flocks and herds won't graze before the mountain either. Moses did what God told him to do. He cut out two tablets of stone identical to the original pair. Moses went up the mountain and God met him there in a cloud, saying, The Lord, the Lord God, compassionate, gracious, not quickly riled, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquities breaches, and sins. But not letting the guilty get away without punishment, the children, and the children's children, up to the fourth generation, returning the breaches of their fathers. Moses quickly bowed down and worshipped. Then Moses spoke, If now I found compassion in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord go with us. Because we're an adamant people. Forgive our iniquity and sin, and take us for your inheritance. Look, I'm gonna make a covenant in front of all your people. I'll do wonders such as had never been done on all the earth before, neither had been done in any country before. Then all the people with whom you're living will see the Lord's works because it's an astonishing thing what I'm doing with you. Comply with what I'm commanding you today. I'm going to eradicate the Ammonite, the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite before you. Be careful to not make a treaty with the autochthons of the land where you're going, lest it becomes a snare within you. Instead, You must ruin their altars, demolish their idols, and chop down their Asherah poles. Because you must not worship any other god, because the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Make sure you don't make a treaty with the autochthons of the land. Because when they would play the prostitute and sacrifice to their false gods, they might invite you over, making you eat from the sacrifice, marry his sons to your daughters. Also, when his daughters prostitute themselves to their fake gods, they'll make the son a prostitute. You must not make for yourselves molten gods. You must keep the feast of bread without yeast. For seven days straight you must eat bread made without yeast, just as I've commanded you. Do this at the set time in the month of Abib. Because you came out of Egypt in the month of Abib. Every firstborn male of your families, your herds, and of your cattle, belong to me. The donkey's firstborn will be redeemed with a lamb. If you don't redeem the donkey, then you must breach its neck. Every firstborn of your sons must be redeemed. But none will appear to me with nothing you'll work for six days, and on the seventh day, you'll rest. Even if it's cultivating and harvest season, you're to rest. You'll observe the festival of weeks, the festival of the wheat harvest first fruits, and the festival of the ingathering at the year's end. All your men must appear before the Lord God do Israel three times a year. Because I'll dislodge the nations before you and expand your borders. Neither will anyone begrudge your territory when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times a year. You won't offer the blood of my sacrifice with yeast. You won't leave the Passover sacrifice until the morning. The first fruits of your land must be brought to the Lord your God's house. You won't boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Jot down these words, because in accordance with these words I've made a covenant with you and Israel. Moses stayed up the mountain for forty days and forty nights. God wrote the same ten commandments on the stone tablets that Moses brought. When Moses went down the mountain with the two stone tablets, his face emanated a bright light, but Moses didn't notice. When Aaron, along with the Israelites, saw Moses, they were afraid to approach him. Then Moses called them, and Aaron, with the rulers of the assembly, went to Moses. They heard nothing else but love and entreaty. Moses talked with them, then the assembly got closer to Moses. Moses told them everything God had spoken on the mountain. When Moses was done speaking to the people, he put a shroud on his face. Whenever Moses went to God, Moses would take off the shroud. When Moses finished speaking with God, then he would put on the shroud. (music) Moses spoke to the people about Sabbath regulations. He also told them about the making of the tabernacle. Everyone who's spontaneous may donate gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, fine leather, acacia wood, Olive oil, spices, and onyx stones and other gems. Moses also told the people to bring skilled workers to help make the tabernacle. When the people left, everyone who was spontaneous donated what they could to help build the tabernacle gold, silver, yarn, leather, oils, gems, etc. The women who were skilled in spinning yarn spun yarn for the tabernacle. The women who were skilled in spinning goat's hair spun goat's hair for the tabernacle. People even brought materials for making the tabernacle. Moses spoke to the people, Look, the Lord has picked Bezalel son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. He has filled him with God's Spirit. With skill and understanding, with intelligence, and all types of handiwork. To design artistic designs, to work in gold, silver, bronze, in cutting stones to set, cutting wood, to do every artistic craft. God has put in His heart the competence to teach, to Him along with a son of Ahasamach, of the tribe of Dan. God has filled them with the skills to do all types of work. As artisans, designers, and embroiderers in blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, along with fine linen, also as weavers. They're artisans in all the work and artistic designers. So Bezalel, Aholiab, and every skilled person in whom the Lord has put skill and dexterity to know how to do all the work for the tabernacle service are to do the work pursuant to everything the Lord has authorized. The people did everything God told them to do through Moses. The skilled people who were doing the work went to Moses and said, the people are bringing in much more than required to finish the work that the Lord authorized us to do. Moses told them to tell the people, let no one do anything else to supply for the tabernacle. So the people stopped donating. The piles of materials and objects showed that there was already more than enough. The skilled workers made the tabernacle. Its curtains, furniture, everything needed. The tabernacle was being built, The Ark of the Covenant was made, the table, the lampstand, the altar of incense, and also the altar for sacrifices and offerings, and the laver. The courtyard was also made. The high priest's clothing was also made. The ephod and the breastplate were made. The clothing for the priests was also made. Moses scrutinized the tabernacle. He checked everything. Moses saw that it was all exactly as God had commanded. So Moses blessed the Israelites. On the first day of the first month, The tabernacle was set up, because God told Moses to set it up at the beginning of the year. The tabernacle was set up, everything was placed where it was supposed to be at. Then the cloud that was with them came down on the tabernacle. God's glory filled the tabernacle. The tent of meeting was where God's presence was in. The tent of meeting had the furniture that wasn't set to be in the courtyard. The altar for sacrifices and offerings was outside along with the laver. Moses went into the tabernacle, but he couldn't enter the tent of meeting.